I have an idea. Let's record a shitty intro. Just strum it. <laughs> This is the Zach and Akash show. <laughs> <laughs> good af no, good evening, everyone. Oh. Welcome to the Zach and Akash show. I had my first day of work today, so that's why we moved it to five thirty. Um, also, I am I don't I know nothing about mics apparently. Apparently, my mic needs a power supply. I didn't know that, <laughs> so I'm about to, I'm about to have to drop another one hundred to two hundred dollars. So, I wait, really? Go... Yeah. <laughs> For the power supply? Yep. Oh my god, dude! Jesus, that's okay. Why don't you just return this and get the other one? I don't think, cause, uh, I don't know. I feel like it's gonna be the same price. Oh man, that uh, sucks. It's okay though. It's it's not a big deal. Um, I mean, it was probably going to happen if we continue with this. It's probably going to happen anyway that we get mixers. So, like, I don't know. We just can't quit for the next year and it'll be worth it. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Zach, could you move me a bit? I feel like I'm too close to the <clears throat> center. Cut off the guitar a little bit. Oh, you want me to hold up? Yeah, move, move me over. All right, and then hold on. Fuck. Yeah. It ain't it ain't the second across show with that technical difficulties. Oh wait, what the fuck? There you go. Okay. All right. All right, guys. Well, we're here at five thirty p.m. So for those of you listening, <laughs> if this works better for you. Come check us out at five thirty. Join us live. Come talk to us. Yeah, that's right. We're gonna we're gonna flex her through <laughs> hydroplasty real quick. I really hope everyone in my we class sees it. this. And they're like, "Wow." Did you yeah. tell them? Yeah, I was like, "I have a podcast. If anyone's interested, if you want to be a guest." Um, oh hell yeah! So yeah, I love to have them being guests on here. <laughs> oh, dude, we flexed the true, and our viewership just went to zero. Our viewership's been zero for the fucking whole, whole time. <laughs> well, anyway, too. today we're on to talk about cyborgs and AI. What the fuck is a cyborg? Wild. But before before we talk about that, dude. Coffee bean? No, I'm kidding. Nah, nah. Get even before that, SpaceX. Oh, yeah, they launched. launched. Yeah. Launched. And they landed. That was so cool, man. Them coming to the space station. I wonder how long the other dudes were at the space station because they looked so happy to see some other human. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was really cool. Um, I was sweating during the launch because I, I, I don't know. It's just like, it's really fucking nerve-wracking. Because <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, it's been a while for them. It's been like 10 years. Yeah, it's been 10 years. And I mean, rocket launches, they're, they're always scary. Yeah. Brian says the lighting is nicer. Yeah, man. Thanks to the sun right now it's, it's golden hour it's not, so we're gonna look real good yeah <laughs> um, yeah well the, the sun's behind my house too it's not right in front of the window anymore so it's not shining right through brian that? do you have a mixing board by the way i'll buy it from you 
I need one. I fucked, <laughs> I fucked up hard. Uh, you know how disappointing that is when you plug in your microphone and it doesn't work? You've been waiting. You've been hyping it up in your head. Yeah, you're like, wow, I'm going to sound so good. I'm going to sound nice. And then, exactly. and then you don't. At least it's, uh, it sounds better than the SpaceX uh, radios, though. <laughs> Back. Hey, man, that's pretty cool, though. They have video streaming from the space station. That was dope. Are they back screens? now? Are they still in the space station? I don't know. I thought they'd be staying there for a while. Is that oh, a, are they? I don't know. What's the mission? See, I thought the whole thing was to figure out if you could put a, launch a rocket, have it land back, and see if you could reuse it. No, I thought they already tested that, though. They did, but... They, they showed it yeah, landing on the, on the barge. Um, was it I Still Love You? Is that what it's called? It's funny. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like it'd be fun to be an intern working at SpaceX. Um, you know, when they do the launch. Yeah, dude. I feel Are like that'd be really you, fun. You, you were part of the team and sending a rocket ship to space, man. That'd be fun. What if, what if they put the interns on the rocket? fucking die <laughs> strap him onto the rocket dude you gotta be like a next level person a next level human to go to space because you can't just like go all right you know you gotta all right hear me out here okay i thought you had to do all this training you had to be fit to go to space but then they showed the video they showed all those guys landing in space some of them look kind of chunky dude no, I, I don't mean like just being fit. Like you have to be somewhat fit. You can't be like obese, but you gotta be like really fucking smart. You gotta know how to like like drive that thing. Um, you gotta be able to do the experiments when you go up there, because you do experiments. That's true. That's true. Um, that's true. You gotta be able to think know, through problems. Oh, Brian said I applied to an intern at both SpaceX and NASA. Unfortunately, got neither. Well, Brian, I got denied from SpaceX too. So. Well, I never replied. <laughs> like, I knew I wasn't going to fucking get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, why do you want to go to SpaceX? Oh, I could do front-end design. Front-end front front design? Yeah, but I can make that rocket look good. <laughs> rocket websites. I can, I can uh, do some customer discovery for SpaceX. Uh, well, I can't wait for commercial space travel, I'll tell you that. That'd be yeah. dope. I don't... See, the thing is, I don't know how it'll work. Um, I know we're not supposed to be talking about, like, colonizing, but I don't know how it'll work if we go to Mars and live there. Because, one, the gravity's different. Two, there's a shit ton mm. of radiation. Um, so doesn't that change your physiology if you're if it's the gravity's different? Gravity. What about the radiation? What radiation is there? Well, you got to... The radiation getting there is an issue. Um, that's why they send older older people um to space because you know it's it's less it's less deadly to your, to your, oh. to your sperm count i guess gotcha older gotcha wow i didn't know that yeah um oh wow so that's 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 a thing but oh with the gravity i don't know i bet humans would if you spend your time on mars and come back to earth you're probably going to feel a lot weaker Unless you you gotta really be lifting in Mars, mm -hmm. you know, double up on the weights or whatever. And I wonder how it'll affect babies born born there because they grow up without 
a probably weaker physiology. Yeah, I don't think I think it would be banned to have babies in Mars just because like there could be fucked. Oh, that'll be the beginning of the new the branch between <sighs> Earth humans and Mars humans, dude. You can't have babies. Martians. Oh, yeah, the babies and they'll have babies and then one point we'll lose contact and then we'll find each other like a million years later and we'll be completely different civilizations. Interesting. And it all started with daddy Elon Musk starting SpaceX and sending a rocket. And you know what else Elon Musk did? He's working on something called Neuralink. What Neuralink does is it's a little device. We talked about this on here before. It sits in your brain mm-hmm. and it's pretty much connecting your brain, like plugging in your brain to a computer. And that's what inspired today's topic, which is cyborgs and AI. Because if you have something like Neuralink plugged in your head, that pretty much makes you a quote unquote cyborg, in my opinion. And of course, once that technology gets better, you can have AI sitting on that little device. And then boom, human and AI become one. Wow. That's a great visualization for those on Spotify. Yeah, this Akash is how it's going to look when Akash it happens. smashed his hands together. Like that. Um, Brian said, what the fuck, Zach? On Discord, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I did. <laughs> okay. Damn, dude, you outed Brian. Man, so... I don't know, Zach. Would you get that? Would you get a Neuralink? Say you're like 40, and that's the thing. That's like a smartphone. All right, for let me explain what Neuralink is more first, right? I think early versions right now, they're pretty much just getting the Neuralink to connect to your neurons. So you pretty much, whatever your brain is thinking can be connected or whatever the Neuralink is going to be able to interpret the electrical signals your brain is sending through your neurons, through your nervous system. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty much like going to be like a translator between the human nervous system and digital code, you know, binary. So it can get to a point where if we can completely identify each each type of code the nervous system sends and identify it and study it, theoretically, we should be able to get to a point where we can map all our bodily sensors to it, which is your eyes your ears, you know, your feet, everything could be mapped to it. And it'll work in two ways. One, it could record your eyesight and everything like that. And two, it can possibly feed you senses and control you. Sorry, sorry, I just saw Brian texting me again. No, yeah, it's, Neuralink's gonna be pretty cool, man. Um, yeah. You, did you, so how do, how do you turn it off? I don't know, dude. I, they literally take out a piece in your skull and put it in there. Hopefully, it comes with an off button. Maybe the off button right here. You, no, but like, how about like, turn it off. what if you want to upgrade it? Probably take it out of your... That's the thing. It's probably going to be dangerous, huh? You know, unless they can get it to a point where the hardware is pretty much stable and you're not going to have too many hardware upgrades, then you can set it out, set it right there, and maybe have a little port coming out of your head. Then you can stick USB drives in and out. Yeah, sorry, Brian. <laughs> Brian's fucking with me right now. So I saw your face. 
Okay, I need to focus, bro. I'm so distracted. Get the fuck out of here. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So, what do you think we're going to have first? Um, AR? Like, AR goggles? Like, Apple glasses? Or normal? Oh, like, are you talking, like, legit movie-level AR? Mm Mm-hmm. Ooh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I honestly don't see the need for AR once you can have something like Neuralink. And I mean, the other true, cool yeah. thing about Neuralink is it's apparently supposedly can also help people with nervous disorders, like people with things like Alzheimer's, dementia. It can actually, it can help with nerve degeneration and nerve regrowth. How does that work? I don't know. So if it it can send how your neurons work, right? If you send if your brain sends signals through them a lot they get stronger and stronger. That's how your memory recollection, everything gets better. So maybe it sends artificial signals through and maybe that stimulates growth too. I, I don't know the science behind it. I'm just going based on what I heard. Oh, that's very interesting. So uh, how much do you think one's gonna cost? Jesus, why don't we look it up? This is going to cause some... Uh... Your link. Because it's not just the cost of the device. It's also the cost of surgery. Expensive. Can anyone give an estimate on how much the new, uh, it's on Reddit will cost? And what price will reduce over time? They're still exploring models. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's no big expenses yet, but no predictions ahead but i mean it's going to be pretty damn expensive if not the device definitely the surgery so would you replace more than just part part of your brain would you replace your eyeballs would you do that or your arms or your legs i mean i don't even know if i'd get Neuralink, dude screw, oh. screw all the other thing even Neuralink, man I, oh i thought you would fucking i thought you wanted to get it no hell no dude Are you what all right, all right all right think about this the right? viewership just dropped as soon as you said hell no <laughs> all right well think about this it can perfectly the ideal version of it can perfectly collect all your senses and then it can also feed you back the memories so this right now i could be wearing a Neuralink right now and replaying this memory in my head you're like paralyzed yeah well yeah that's the thing you could it could put you through a simulation you literally won't be able to tell whether it's because of the near link or whether it's real life Mm. the simulation's kind of fucked up right now yeah it's a a pretty (laughs) it's a pretty wild simulation who's ever in control (laughs) turn it down a little maybe that's why it's a simulation dude maybe this movie we're living in that's why everything's going crazy. It feels like a fucking movie. Jesus. <laughs> so if they can take your senses and do that, that means they can also feed you our artificial memories, artificial senses. Mm-hmm. They can plant thoughts in here. They can literally make you schizophrenic if someone wanted to. They need to have some crazy security for it to work properly, for it to be well. And even with crazy security, there's going to be a crazy hacker who adds. You're, you ever heard of botnets? No. No, so it's like um, you hack into people's computers and they have no idea that you're hacking them. Suddenly they can just activate whatever code they need. 
So what if everyone's like, oh. what if everyone's already hijacked? It's just like, yeah. it's like sleeper code in there. Have you watched, watched Nardo? No, I haven't. Man, so this guy, Madara, is one of the bigger villains. His whole whole plan was how miserable life was. So he was going to put everyone in an illusion. Mm. And they were going to stay there forever. Mm. But something like this, you could do that. You could literally put everyone in this crazy-ass world. They literally wouldn't be able to tell the difference. And you know, there is good in it where if your life really sucks and you can get this and enjoy a better life in there, that could be kind of cool. It'll give you an escape and that could be helpful. Maybe even in ways therapeutic, it could be amazing. Cause think about this. What if any skill you wanted to learn, you could just do it in your head. You can just learn it through running simulations in your head, right? Things like that would be great, but it can also be used as an escape from your responsibilities. Right, the world is going to shit. Nothing's working out. People are like, "Oh, why bother taking care of the world when we can just toss everyone into this VR framework headset and keep everyone there? All you gotta do is hook like an IV up to someone, and then they just lie there." Comes like Ready Player One. Still haven't read it. You have to though. It's it's good. It's easy. It's good. But it's deep. But it's a cool book. But yeah, anyway, man, that's why I wouldn't get it in my head. I'd probably draw the line at the AR goggles. Maybe if my like leg gets chopped off, I'd replace it with the robot leg, with like a, a hidden flask oh, and a hidden blade. For sure, dude. If my limbs are gone, of course I'm gonna get some robot thing. But your brain—that's that's scary. You mean dude. you are you are just a brain in like a meat robot yeah it's brains. pretty much you're, you're <laughs> your brain you're not because when you think of you you probably think about the picture you see in the mirror or something. you're yeah. just your brain <laughs> no meat robot <laughs> who fuck who said that was that mark manson or something it's like your meat robots trying to right, find them here's where it life. gets crazier right you can alter your own memories and you can read memories. So what you can do is you can use the Neuralink for your whole life. Take all your memories since you were a baby. And when you're going to die, you just pop out the hard drive, pop it into someone else's Neuralink, and you can live through them. Of course, you're going to look different. Your body's going to be different. But those memories, they're going to, the things that make you, you, that's, that's going to carry on. And that, that can get into deep topics about what is consciousness and can that be transferred, etc. What if you like had, you can 3D print an ear. Um, this is like far-fetched. What if you grow like a body without a brain, right? It's just a fresh body. and pop in your old brain. You know what I'm saying? It's a quick hardware upgrade. It's like changing a phone case. It's like... It's like lab-grown meat, except it's lab-grown humans. Yeah, like that's no one's saying that's impossible. You could definitely do it. Humans do it naturally. How do you? Yeah, true. That'd be interesting, man. Because then, how do you figure out you? You'd gotta track people by brain signatures, or something like that. If brain is the only thing, or else 
because you can't use things like fingerprints or bio detectors anymore. Even if you can make a, you know, what there would be really cool is people who are born with physical deformities. That'd be really cool, especially if you can make an exact copy of that person. Like imagine you just need a DNA sample. Mm -hmm. You can generate a shell of that person. Then you can clean up the DNA, generate the perfect shell of that person. Then you can put it in. But also, even with plastic surgery, you see what people like Kardashians, other people, you see what they've been up to. With technology like this, dude, like what is the standard for perfection? Especially for the people who can't afford it. Think about all the social issues that's gonna cause, right? You're gonna see all these rich ass people literally looking perfect however they want, they could do whatever. And that's all gonna be oriented on money and on all this uh, less fortunate people they're just going to be stuck there hating the rich. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. If it's all really expensive, there will be a there will be a gap. Some people will have it. But the way technology works is eventually it gets cheap. Cheaper and everyone can. Yeah. Well, that's true. So. Hmm. Yeah, maybe neuralink surgeries are they become like Getting your tooth replaced. Getting your tooth replaced. Yeah, like a root canal or something like that. Maybe it becomes that easy. <laughs> or maybe they find it where they can use one nerve to connect to the rest of the nerves. The alpha nerve. And then they just have to connect to that. Oh, I see. It's like surgery like, really easy. Little outlet. Um, a little outlet. Yeah, you just plug in an outlet and then you can carry everything. There's a book called Feed. And they do the same thing. Feed? Yeah. It's like, it's literally the same. It's, it's what you're talking about. Um, they go to the moon. Oh, yeah? In the beginning, they go to the moon and they party. And they do this thing called malfunctioning. It's like doing drugs. <laughs> so you malfunction, you like download some malware. It like fucks you up. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> okay. It's pretty crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah, you get some viruses. I wonder... If you could get a code form of coronavirus, think about that. It's corona, but it's like an actual virus, like a code virus. Mm. There you go. Mm. Yeah. That, that would suck. That's like a, that's that a whole suck. new fucking world. <laughs> get the... All right. Tell me, tell me more about these moon parties. Yeah. So um, the, the first like chapter, they, they're a bunch of rich kids. So they decide to go to the moon. Um, I think someone was like, oh, the moon's lame. I go there all the time. Let's go to Jupiter. So some of them wanted to go to Jupiter, I think. I don't remember. I read this like four years ago. Um, and they go, they go to the moon and the mini fridge is like sealed or like the, the mini bar or whatever it's called. So they're trying to, there's like, they're trying to break into it for like the first half of the chapter. Like no one can break into it. Um, and so they go to this club and I guess this guy like touches him and he downloads malware onto him and he, it's, and he malfunctions like crazy. Um, and everyone go, everyone goes ape shit. So instead of saying like, Oh, no. you want Y'all want to get high? Everyone's like, y'all want to go malfunction. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It, it's a cool movie or not movie. It's a cool book. Um, the earth is so See, polluted that they have to live in these like bubbles. 
in space or not in space, but like in the sky. Mm. Well, that's the thing, man. That's the scary part. What if people start viewing this Neuralink and what its possibilities as the biggest solution, as the easy solution they push for it and they stop taking care of the real world. They're like, all we need is just these rooms. Because so there's sad. also anti-aging technology people's working on, right? Botox. So it can get it can get to a point where you know, especially if you can transfer your conscience and you can just print out these bodies, you can get to a point where you just preserve your brain forever. It's immortal. It's stuck to this VR world. Everyone's living in this perfect VR world where you know, nothing's wrong. Everything's happy. You could do whatever you want. And that's it. You don't need anything else because your kids, they, they could be completely virtual. If you want children, they won't be real. But you'll think you can touch them. You'll think you can feel them. But th this is where the AI comes in, especially if they have AI coded so it can completely interact like a human. They can use AI to program little children into the VR world so you can have children or whatever. Then they'll grow with you, be with you. You could you could live lifetimes just within VR, and all while in the real world, nothing's changing. And then one day, since everyone's going to be in this VR platform, some random meteorite or something's going to hit, and then everyone just goes out, and no one will know. It's really sad. Or like your part of the world gets hit. Suddenly, all your friends just stop working. You're like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. Uh, maybe you can have protocols where the AI replaces dead people, people who died in real life. And it goes to a point where everyone's dead in real life and it's just a box with a bunch of AI running inside. And the AI don't know they're AI. So they just think they're in the box, being real people who are somewhere in the real world. And then goes on for generations where they think that's a real world. And they're just living their lives. Well, in the real, real world, everything is destroyed except for this one gigantic server farm, which is able to run by itself. That is whack, my guy. Yeah, right? So some alien species discovers a box one day. Discover like, a box. They're like, yo, let's take it and unplug it. Everybody dies. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> or, or there's a little flip, too. Or one of the AIs, they start figuring out that they're in a simulation. Then they figure out how they can print themselves out into the physical bodies we were talking about earlier, the DNA-generated bodies. And then they start populating the real world again. And they start going out of the AI universe into the real world. Damn. Sounds like a really good romance movie, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they just what? discover that they're... <laughs> They just discover that they're um they're AI this whole time. Maybe humans are still alive. Some AI come out, and then they have a huge war. But then a human and AI fall in love, and they bridge the gap between humans and AI. That's a real love story right there. Ew. And then they realize human and AI can't be together no matter how hard they try. They have an even bigger war and one has to end up killing the other. And then the other, the one who ends up killing the other goes crazy because he had to kill his loved one or her loved one. And they end up destroying everything. The fuck? It becomes Hitler 2.0. Jesus. 
Jesus. But they're just like fighting in the box. So for the alien, it's like a, it's a. Oh. It's yeah, like, but it's, it's like all happening game. in the box. It's just it's like, like playing Warzone. Does AI have rights? Not yet. Well, that that that's another question, dude. Because big in debate. The future, it's like, do they have rights? Once it gets to a point where humans are so intertwined with this Neuralink, and maybe there's some AI running there, you slowly get the question: What's the difference between human and AI? Especially if they get AI that can function as well as a human being. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, that's some lighting going on. Yeah, it was it was getting dark, so I had to yeah. turn up the exposure. Whew. You know, you know, um, that that robot that goes around Stop and Shop. What's his name? No, I've heard of it. Also, Priscilla says, "Check out Ex Machina for romance with cyborgs." That's a good. I have not watched it. Psychological thriller. I gotta watch that. It's cool. Um, you should watch it. Okay, I guess like yeah, that's like a AI romance kinda. <laughs> watch the movie. Um, it's really good. It's it's up there for my top, top, one hundred. Um, but my mom was like talking about the robot that goes around. She's like, yeah, the staff at Stop and Shop like abuses that robot. And I'm like, what a weird thing to say, you know? It's well, that's the thing, dude. Because you see, you see Boston Dynamics. You saw they built those dog things, right? They smack to them. test out the little dog robot. Yeah, they kicked him, and I noticed a small part of me actually felt pretty bad for the dog. Even though it was just a machine robot getting kicked around. <laughs> they poke it with a stick. But think about that, right? Think about how humans attach emotional value to material things. It's like people name their cars. Uh, that's honestly the only example I could think of right now. People name their cars. Name their computers. Or like people name other things. They, they develop sentimental value with items. So at that point, it's not it's not hard to think that if AI, especially one that can simulate hu other humans really well, there's going to be a point where some human falls in love with the robot. And then, you know, you're going to feel real emotions for these robots. And therefore there will probably be a robot rights movement. I am, I am robot or I robot. I robot. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah I am yeah. robot. I'm mixing two movies. Because Will Smith's in both of them. I, I am legend. legend I robot. <laughs> My bad. I am robot. Would you have yeah. a robo dog? You know, like the Boston Dynamic robo dog. Carry on your back. Oh yeah, dude. Those, those are sick. Would those, you have someone probably kick like them? they could probably do stuff for me? I'll beat them up. Like, what if you saw someone kicking their own? Better not dog? try kicking my robot dog. No, I'll, I'll set my dog on them. <laughs> what What's the person gonna do against a robot dog? Think about that though, dude. If like we're, if AI becomes advanced enough, we're going to be forced to treat the robots nice, or else they're just going to kill us all. Let's put an off switch in the back. Can you reach? Back. Can you reach your own back? See, they can't. So, put it in a very. Yeah, hard they spot. will have to put in some kind of hard switch that the robots can't ever find out about. Would you date a and robot? Then one day. Dude, why don't you guys see my sex bot right here? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. <laughs> no, I, I, 
Oh no, obviously I'm gonna say no now. Well, what if one day or, it's like five years into the relationship and, and the robot's like, I'm a robot. I'm a robot. <laughs> Who knows, dude? They I, show I, you their like serial number. Their, <laughs> their manufacturer. I, that's why I think Westworld is a really cool show. Yeah. There's some of that in that. Yeah, I think someone, yeah, William falls in love with Dolores. She's a robot, but he does it. I don't know if he knows she's a robot or no, he does it knowingly that she's a robot. Have you watched Westworld? It seemed like the first episode. <laughs> Check it out, dude. Only the first season, though. The rest suck. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's this amusement park. Well, that's really that's abusing robots right there. It's literally Shoot. this amusement park full of AI in this Western-themed world. That's why it's called Westworld. The amusement park's called Westworld, where there's all these robots. They have set tasks. Um, they look very real. Like it's obviously played by real humans, but they're actually robots. The robots don't know they're robots. They have these certain storylines they gotta act to. And it's pretty much for humans to go there and live their worst desires and feelings. You know, they can go, they can shoot up these robots because they're just going to come back the next day. They could rape these robots. It's it's crazy. They could do whatever they want until the robots, you see, they slowly start developing awareness. Not by themselves because some, some guy made sure they would develop awareness in the future. Ooh. And, oh, what happened, went... to, what happened to what the, the camera? What happened? Why is it so dark in here? Uh-oh. Oh, I think my phone just crashed. All right. That's okay. Uh-oh. I promise you all I'm still here. Oh. Yeah. Is someone okay. calling me? Podcast has no clue what happened. Only only the real ones live right now know what's happening. Yeah, my phone just froze. Oh, yeah, it's, 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 it's booting yeah, up. Yeah, for... Those of you watching or listening, check out Westworld. Highly recommend it if you're into cyborgs, AI, awareness, and all that crazy sci-fi things. That show, it, it blows your mind the first season. I 100% recommend it. So I guess um, Westworld, so we have Westworld, Ex Machina, Feed, um, what's the other one? Ready Player One, iRobot. See, the other thing is all these things we're borrowing from is movies other humans have written and we're borrowing ideas from that. The fuck? We have no clue how it's going to actually play out. Whoa. Dude, I what's Zach doing it's, in the dark? I don't know what's happening to my phone. It crashed. Making some fun noises back there. I've been doxxed. i got to find the light switch. Yeah, it's okay. Continue. It's getting dark. There we go. It's, re- it's restarting. Um, yeah this this uh this app on my phone is very finicky oh no my sister's can you hear that yeah the bell it's okay i just had someone at my door yelling something i'm like i'm fucking my door's closed that means don't come in (laughs) my sister was spamming the doorbell i'm sorry zach's back everyone i never left but yeah man it's crazy I, I, the thing is i think people think they have control over it the people building they think they will they always think nothing's going to go wrong until it does go wrong and then it'll be too late at that point yeah that's too bad I'm personally against sentient ai 
we're looking towards building that. I think it'd be cool as shit. It'd be dope to see, but I don't know if the problems it can create. The solutions are amazing, but the problems are equally as terrible. I feel like having a robot friend would be kind of cool. Yeah, it'd be pretty dope. It'd be like, let's make one, one divided by zero and he fucking passes out. <laughs> give him, a, give him like a... Got him. That's, that's how you defeat the robots, dude. You ask him, what's one divided by zero? You give him a tautology or something, a tautology problem, and he just can't handle it. He just passes out. What the hell's that? Something that's always true. Oh. I know that was a very uh, math word, tautology. Yeah, we, you got to try to trick them into doing some crazy computations until they crash. It's kind of fucked up. Dude, and with the with blockchain technology or parts of it, they can have a hive mind all just transferring data to each other. And you can probably pull together to make one gigantic AI that connects a hive mind. It's like Stranger Things. Hmm. The hive so mind cool. in Stranger Things, except it's not organic. And then, and then, like we were talking about, the organic meat suits we were talking about in the Ew. beginning. If we can print those out, boom, dude. It's gross. Boom. Switch them out. This makes me want to, like, go binge some sci-fi. Like, uh... Yeah. I am not, like, uh... Indie sci-fi, though. No no mainstream shit. It's too, it's too tainted. No mainstream. I gotta find some good sci-fi to watch, dude. I... Oh, watch Ex Machina. If you haven't watched it yet yeah should what is that on anything let me look up what it's on. might be on netflix ex machina um ooh, love death and robots you should watch it's that. on netflix oh i watched a few episodes dude <laughs> you what about the one where there was this whole civilization in their fridge oh and uh remember that one yeah that was, yeah that was cool like love death and robots it didn't really have it i guess the theme was love death and robots but you saw you've seen love death robots yeah i've seen a few episodes i stopped watching it there's one of them where the the guy is into simulation hmm he wakes yeah, up yeah with that with this, a chick yeah there's this creepy ass alien it's so weird yeah 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 you know when i was watching it i was in california last year or the summer and so it's a day where I just broke out. I want to eat a shit ton of foods. So I got a shit ton of Wingstop wings. I was eating all of those, which is already bad as it is because I got fries with those. And it was like a large set of wings. Then after that, I proceeded to finish an entire pint of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. And I felt like shit after, after doing this. It was bad. It was terrible. But that's when I was watching over? Love, Death, and Robots. I don't know what I got from that, dude. I... I want to get a good old-fashioned, you know, just pig out, you know. I've done that. Good old-fashioned pig. It's it's good. It's good. As long as you... You still need a limit, dude, because it feels good in the moment, but it's sometimes it's not worth it. The day after. Yeah, food hangovers are a real thing. I had it over spring break for like three days. It sucked. It felt like I was dying cholesterol clogging my arteries yeah. you know robots they'd that's another thing man they'd they'd be pretty much they wouldn't need to poop they don't need to pee some of the things that hold back humans 
They wouldn't need to eat. All they need to do is when they're sleeping, they wouldn't really need to sleep. Yeah, they just need to sit there and charge for a bit. And even that, man, like energy sources, they're going to get better and better. They're essentially going to be one big CPU. You know, energy sources for that, like they can have some sick batteries on them where they barely need to charge. And they can constantly keep iterating on themselves and improving on themselves because humans, we can improve everything around us, but we're biologically limited. But they wouldn't have any theoretical limits. They don't have emotions either. Yeah. Just logic. Well, well, if we go back, if we map them based on the human brain completely, maybe we will. Maybe they would have emotions, but it's still probably be more logical. How do you program emotion? Well, your human, the human brain, there's emotion isn't really a mystery anymore. Where it's based on a bunch of chemicals, a bunch of chemicals regulate the human brain. So you'd have to code in chemicals and you have to code in ways for them to deplete weight. You know, you just have to pretty much code chemicals as they are. And they wouldn't, one thing we can't really describe is feeling, right? Because we don't still completely know how our brain processes. Like the biggest mystery is exactly how our brain processes these chemicals and the sensors. If we figure that out, we can probably make an exact prototype. But if we cannot figure that out, um, we can we can kind of fake code it up. Emotions where you can, you know, when something cuts part of their limb off, you could sense it and you can program them to feel pain. You can turn the pain variable up and then they'll, you can program them to act how a human would act under a certain level of pain. Oh, that's just like a fitness score, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you, you can, they can definitely do it. So you, you kind of, you kind of have emotions I'm saying, or I guess like you can just, you can kind of train it to have emotions. Yeah. You can train it. You're to sad at this situation. Have emotions and, you can make it act as if it was having those emotions, but how to get the full experience, whatever feeling is, however feeling works, we need to completely figure out how the brain works. And all right, taking it back to Neuralink though, right? We might not even need, we might not even need computers for this. We might just need Neuralinks to interface with the brain. All we need to do is interface with the brain and then to program it and to learn from it. Then maybe they don't, you know, when we think about robots and AI, we think about them being completely electronic, right? Maybe there could be organic components used in them. Oh, like a mushy computer. Didn't we talk oh, about that's that? That's what on, your brain is, right? We talked about it on the show at one point. The organic computer, it's all squishy. All squishy. Squishy. That's the scary thing about Neuralink, dude. It's it's a squishy combined with the non-squishy. Like so it's like the best of both worlds. You get the advantages of the human brain. Yeah. You get the, you know, the pattern recognition. That's what makes the human brain cool. All that combined with the speed of the information speed of the Neuralink. And other things that can bring about is, you know, this, this podcast, we wouldn't, we wouldn't need this video. We wouldn't need this phone or anything anymore. We can just sit there 
and think. And then we can record each other thinking to each other. And then that'll be the podcast. I guess we'll still need something external to capture. No, that's it. We'll just have to sit in front of a mirror so we can see ourselves. And then I can relay my mirror, whatever I see to you. You relay whatever you see to me so we can see each other. All we need is a mirror. And boom. Just think to each other. Yeah, Yeah, just think to each other and then record whatever we're thinking and live stream whatever we're thinking. You know, I've always yeah, wanted can... to lucid dream, be able to. That's kind of, that's kind of related, you know. I don't know if it's related, but that is a cool topic. No, I mean, like, cause like you're talking about just, basically just controlling shit, within your mind and stuff. Oh, gotcha. No, no, no okay. This is this yeah. is the related part. I was thinking, like, what if you like could interface a lucid dream, with another person. Oh, so you, so have, you can have joint dreams. <laughs> you have like an MMO. <laughs> well, that's the thing we do with the Neuralink. You wouldn't even need dreams for that. You would just need programs, literally simulations running. No, but while you're you resting, multiplayer. while you're resting, you could play a multiplayer game. So we all could play Warzone while we're sleeping. No, well, not maybe sometimes, but not sustainably, because lucid dreaming actually. <laughs> I've heard not good for you because your brain is active as if it were awake. So you're not, your brain's not getting the rest it needs. Hmm. Or you're lucid dreaming. Because lucid dreaming is pretty much like your body is asleep, but your brain is awake. Myth busted. I got to I gotta get back into lucid dreaming, man. Junior year, a few times, I got to work. And that shit was dope as hell. How do you do it? Just... I found... So I stumbled across it randomly. I would usually, as soon as I got back from class, I would, or from the gym around like four or 5 PM, I take these 15 minute power naps and that's the best because my brain would be really active while I was going into those power naps and would get to a point where I know I'm sleeping, but also at the same time, my brain is active. You're in that weird state, like right before you fall asleep. And then in that state, I would get certain dreams. Sometimes they'd just be dreams. Other times, I'm be like, wait, I'm sleeping right now. Hold up, this feels real. What is this? I'm not sure. And then I know I'm in the dream. A few times, I just watch it from third person. But this one time, I was able to snap it to a point where I knew I was in a dream. And then it almost felt like I was waking up from the dream. But I didn't actually wake up. I woke up in the dream. So my brain kind of tricked me. So I, I thought I was awake. I thought it was real life, but I was still in the dream. And then at one point I figured out that was a dream too. It was like straight up like inception where there were like layers of dreams layer on each other. And then in that world, I would go to sleep and then I would dream <laughs> inside my dream. What the and fuck? in that dream, in that dream, I knew that it was a dream. So I was able to control it. I, did, I was able to like, there was this, it was this white room I was sleeping in, like this modern looking white room, white bed, where one of the sides was completely glass. And I could see outside and I changed it from fall to summer to winter. No spring, only fall, summer and winter. And like the leaves, colors, everything would change. And then I walk around, I'd look at myself in the mirror. And that's another reason I figured out I was in a dream because looking at myself in the mirror, I could focus on myself properly. So that told me it was a dream. And then some other instance, while I was able to lucid dream again for like a few seconds, 
um, I saw my roommate in my dream and he started spinning around. Like, you know, when SpongeBob goes around town, you know, he's like spinning around. My roommate was doing that. I'm like, all right, this has to be a dream. Wait, wait, which one? Chris. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What the fuck? Just, that's then, normal. What are you talking about? Yeah, right. I'm like, that's how I'm like, now I know it's a dream. And then I was able to fly around for a little bit and just float around. It was really hard to maintain control. Your mind wants you to trick you into thinking it's a dream. It keeps wanting you to go back. So you need to stay really focused on it to maintain control during a lucid dream. That sounds very exciting. I wish I could do that. Yeah, dude. There's this like stupid mask that was on Kickstarter that would like flash lights in your eye. Oh, that just sounds annoying. To try to make you a lucid dream. But did you get it? <laughs> no, it's like three hundred dollars. That's how. That's how you get epilepsy. <laughs> yeah, fucking put a lights in my eyes. Yeah, I do want to get a real VR headset soon to experience being virtual. Experience being virtual. Oh man, maybe we try experiment. Maybe we try to lucid dream for a bit. Didn't Matt Diabella do it recently? He failed at it, but... <laughs> Matt maybe, maybe... I don't know. And then we can do another big idea about lucid dreaming. What, do we do? what if we did like a podcast in VR? Oh, and people can interact in VR. Mm. I need a VR headset before that. And before all of that, I need a mic first. I need to get myself a mic. And then, damn, it's like, why you got to flex on me like that? This mic is sponsored by, I don't know. You know what, Zach? Right now, th this mic is just as powerful as that mic. Mine's better. This water bottle is a mic. Stop making me jealous. <laughs> I was so happy when I got a black one. I love, I love the color black. Black and gray. And oh, dark green. And I like some, blue. Sometimes, sometimes blue. But I, I don't like this blue. This is not my favorite shade of blue. Fucking ungrateful. That's it. We're done, guys. Thank you for tuning in. And I, I can't deal with this anymore. This is the last episode. <laughs> um, I can do it now, too. Tim yeah. Ferriss be like, I got a water bottle here. I fill it with ice. And it also acts as a foam roller. <laughs> you see it? Here's his nighttime routine. No. Go watch it. He does that. <laughs> I wonder if robots would look into self-help. Self-help <laughs> <it's> stupid. <laughs> I bet. I wonder if other robots would release courses for robots so they can pay and then they can download it into their head. Dude, I fucking hate self-help. <laughs> I, I realized that after um, we like tried to do an episode. I don't know, man. I've benefited a lot from the community, but more I look into it. I like old school, the old school self-help. Now it's just all marketing. And with self-help, I'm not just talking about the basic woo-woo self-help or whatever. I'm also talking about all these people helping you getting into online, all these online marketing gurus, these get-rich-quick type of people. I, I combine all of them in the same boat and there's a few good eggs in there. Some people are good. They actually care. 
oh, they're, they're just trying to make a buck. They're probably not even implementing it themselves. It's true. Yeah. You know, one thing we should do is get really, really good at philosophy. Philosophy is a tool. You know? And I'm thinking about all these it issues. Is like we talked about. Like, um, can you justify burning down Target or whatever? Like, you need philosophy to answer those tough questions. Well, isn't philosophy just thinking? Mm-hmm. But like, or like I would wonder, what do you mean by learning philosophy? Because you can learn about different philosophies. And learn about like the, the... I'm just learning about different perspectives. Like how to apply... About logic. Like logic reasoning and how to apply that mm. type of philosophy. Like Socratic method style. Gotcha, gotcha. Because I was thinking about That'd that. Cool. We, we always reach a concept, but the only like decisions we can make is an emotional decision. We're never... Like, there's some things we can like talk through logically, but a lot of it is just emotional decisions. Gotcha. That plagues modern day politics. Yeah. Oh, we've been getting political recently. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was bound to happen. Um, mm. We tried to stay away, but we, we couldn't. I mean, kind of. It's... It, What's happening around us is a part of us, and we promise an authentic experience of Zach and Akash on the Zach and Akash show. So, caption this. I'm eating on camera. I need to stop that. I think it's gross, like eating shit. Oh, people are watching you. <laughs> Sometimes I forget I'm on camera. I mean, I've got so I've got so comfortable with it that I don't care. Oh, there's a little fly that's. Anyway, well, I think that's that was our pretty much our conversation about AI cyborgs and all that. It's scary stuff. It's really cool. It's really fun to think about. But unfortunately, we won't really know how it is until it is there. But we can make theories about what can happen. Those are some scary outcomes. And as with any technology, there's always positives and negatives. So I guess we just got to live and learn. Mm -hmm. Now, what one good thing is I'll be long gone. Well, when any of this crazy part about this shit takes off. So, well, you think that, but you're actually currently asleep. I'm living it right now. I'm using <laughs> this to escape, escape the shit. Yeah, man. Should I hit the closing bell? Hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's, oh, yeah. the, that's the uh the, the closing bell because uh holy fuck you know if you put water in it and you hit it you get kind of like the <laughs> you know like the tibetan like healing bowls it kind of can you can oh, the, replicate the, the sound yeah <laughs> for now this will be we move up and down you need some more water in there Oh, it's got quite a bit of water. I, I can't tell with these because these are so heavy. Sometimes I think there's water in here. I pick it up to drink it. And... All right. Okay. Enough flexing our true bottles. The audience has got enough of that today. Yeah, that's right. Uh, any any final thoughts on this, Zach? Um, yeah, I, we should all go back to like some 
some uh, indie sci-fi. That's that's my thoughts. I want to go back into it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, maybe back into some indie sci-fi. That's a lesson for the day. Yeah. Well, we we try to do these Monday shows to you know keep it chill, have fun conversations about sci-fi future and all that. It's just because the other days it can get serious with depending on the Wikipedia show we're talking about that's or the guests. Or anything like that. So Mondays are nice to kind of lighten up, talk about the future, talk about cool things. Uh, that being said, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. It's been a fun time. Hope you enjoyed. And if you did, follow us at the Zach Nakash Show on Instagram. Keep up to date with all these shows coming out and let us know your thoughts on the future about cyborgs, aliens, whatever. Reach out. And for those of you watching up there, you can see, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. And for those of you listening, check us out, The Zach and Kosh Show on YouTube. And if you enjoy this, and if you'd like to stay updated, consider signing up to our mailing list. It could be the descriptions, wherever you are. And tomorrow, we're joined by Rose Me again at 5.30. Are we confirmed with that, Mime? Mr. Mime? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to text them. No, it's interpretive dance. Okay. If not, we can get um, we can find someone else. If not, but okay. I, I think I think they're done. Yeah. Okay. I think Rosemi they they're running a card game. It's a Yukon startup, and we know them. So they're they they got some pretty cool things going on. So we could talk to them. If not, like Zach said, we'll find someone else. But I'm gonna say I'm gonna be talking about a cool animal. Not sure which animal yet, but just cool animals. Thursday, we're going to be talking about my internship experience, my journey through that, what I've been up to. That's Thursday's like a business and career dev type day. And Friday, we got the CEO of Vispro coming back, Andrew Burns. Did he label this himself time. as a CEO? <laughs> Did he? This time, this time, he won't be sleep deprived. Yeah, I think I think he's a whether he labeled himself or not, he's pretty much the, the, the lead guy. So we'll call him CEO chief, for now. The chief leader. The chief. The chief. Well, our, you should see his um, you should see his caption on Vispro, his bio. It says Chief Bro Officer. <laughs> so he's a CBO, all right? He's a CBO of Vispro. So this time he won't be sleep deprived. So he'll be colorful and he'll give us more insight. And now that everything's settled in, like last Friday, they were. It, they had just gone viral, so they were dealing with a lot, but things have started to stabilize now. So he'll be able to talk to you about that and what it's like, any insights he's gathered. Oh, so that'll be fun. And Saturday, of course, we're break as always. So remember, the show, the live shows are at 5.30 this week. And actually for the following weeks, they're going to be at 5.30. Thursday and, may or may not change. What time are they going up? Six what time do they go up? Six All right, so they're going to go up on the podcasting app, 6 a.m. So if you want the sneak peek, if you want to come in earlier, watch us live. That's right. Build an incentive. A, yeah. <laughs> Our excellent quite sales a, marketing. Quite a hefty outro. <laughs> uh, longer than usual, so I'll leave you off there. If you stuck around this long, props to you. I did not expect you to be here. So you're, you're a true fan. You're a true bro or broette. However, that works. Today was sponsored Thank by you. Blue Bottle. I wish. I fucking wish too. And peace out.
Bye, everyone. Peace out, bros and bros. Have a good din din.